stars in a million bars Guitars are softly saying Mexico yeah, once more, we go over to uh, Mexico and uh, join up with our uh, good friend, uh, John Bonfilio. Uh, John, very good evening to you. Good evening. How the weeks fly by, Martin. They do, don't they? They do. And there's n you know, we're never short of, um, of news from uh, Latin America. Uh, we don't often talk about uh, Nicaragua, but the, we are this week, are we not? We are. Uh, Daniel... Ortega, Ortega is doing his very best to win the November the 7th elections by arresting anybody who uh, cares to run against him. This week, Berenice Quesada is the eighth person directly running, registered and running for office who's been arrested. Um, she is a former Miss Nicaragua of 2017, uh, and she's been arrested and uh, is currently under house arrest for incitement of hatred and terrorism charges and i say she's the eighth person directly running who's been arrested and another 30 or so have been arrested who aren't uh, directly running for office but who are involved with with a variety of parties to the extent that uh, berenice quesada's party is actually the only party now registered running against um against ortega which is not you know, completely aligned with him uh, so i i guess you know straight out of the rule book of despots in terms of how to win uh, an election by removing all of your opponents yeah i mean it's an absolute scandal is it i mean is this um, sort of um is this typical of uh, politics in nicaragua or is it always like this no it's it's not really been i mean broadly speaking what you can say has happened in latin america over the course of the last uh, say 40 50 years with some exceptions is that most countries had uh, you know, fledgling democracies, and then they had some kind of military junta for for a period of time, and then you had democracies reemerge. Normally, it was somebody who was usually of the left who was anti the uh, the junta, and then there was a left and right swing backwards and forwards. But in a lot of countries in Latin America, at some point, somebody of the left or of the right has decided that actually they needed to cement their support and not leave things up to the will of the people, and then you have individuals like uh, a, a Daniel Ortega, uh, Nicolas Maduro, uh, and, and so on in, in Venezuela, mm. who, who come to power. This is the first time in Nicaragua, really, since um, uh, since the Sandinistas, where something like this is, has taken place. And yeah, he's been uh, empowered, democratically elected, like genuinely democratically elected since 2007, but he's getting to the point now, he's 75 years old, where he's completely paranoid about uh, the succession about losing power and what might take place with him. So he's just shoring up all possible ways of, of holding on to power until presumably he dies uh, somewhere down the line. And, and, you know, no serious commentator would say that there is anything like democratic freedoms that are taking place, you know, that exist in, in, Nicar in Nicaragua at the moment. And for sure, the November the 7th election is nothing more than a sham. Uh, do you remember the year that uh, this Miss Nicaragua won the contest? 2017. 2017, yeah. I, I was, I'm sure there was a, um, a Nicaraguan uh, who won Miss World, but that was way back because I think she, uh, she went out with uh, George Best. 
but I don't think this one from 2017 would be... Um, she might be a bit young for Mr. Best, <laughs> even by Mr. Best's standards. Yes, well, I don't think Mr. Best was around in 2017. Um, just tell me about this um, this legal case. Mexico suing um, arms manufacturers in the United States for arms trafficking. What was that all yeah, about? Yeah, this is, this is really interesting because, as we know, and we've spoken about many times on on your show, Martin, that the US-Mexico border is fairly porous and is a, a major source of conflict. But we almost always talk about migration and drugs trafficking south to north. What nobody ever really talks about is that actually the next biggest thing to move across that border is actually uh, um, weapons and heavy uh, armoured machinery, which goes north to south and which uh, certainly gun manufacturers in, in the US, but, but a number of other people are, are very happy to to turn a blind eye to. And if you look at the mass weaponization of the cartels in Mexico, that's no accident. And those weapons aren't sold in Mexico. Those come from north of the border. So what the Mexican government is is doing is suing a number of the big uh, U.S. weapons manufacturers, including uh, Smith and Wesson in a Massachusetts court, basically saying that these guns, gun manufacturers are actually complicit with and are fully aware of and, and doing nothing to stop or to stem the illegal trafficking uh, of arms north to south, which is leading to, again, as we know, you know exponential number of deaths and killings in Mexico mm. um, uh, since the war on drugs began in 2006 or, or thereabouts. So for sure, a groundbreaking case. Who knows whether you know, it's actually going to um, pass or, or be taken seriously by the courts there. But I think more than anything, actually, it's a it's an attempt by the Mexican government to actually get this into the news successfully and to basically say, look, this border is a two way problem mm. uh, and both governments have a responsibility here. It's not just us. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we, we've talked a fair bit uh, this morning already, actually, about uh, about Lionel Messi going to uh, Paris Saint-Germain, uh, leaving Barcelona. Uh Clearly a, an Argentinian uh, hero. How's uh, his homeland reacting to this news? Well, uh, deeply sad uh, that uh, it seems, though, as you say, he's going to uh, to PSG, that he's not going to be returning to Newell's old boys, at least for the moment, where he was uh, he was on the on a youth contract there and then went straight to to Barcelona thereafter, age age 13. So they're, they're still hankering for a return there. And I think even people who don't support Neil's old boys in Argentina would have loved him to to mm. go back. He's he's absolutely a favourite son, and to have seen him play in the in the Argentine leagues and stuff would have been a would have been a dream come true. And another interesting um, sort of sl- uh, side story of the fact that uh, Messi is moving on from Barcelona is that his his uh, teammate and compatriot Sergio Aguero, who we spoke about last week, mm. is actually now deeply unhappy at what's taking place because he basically moved to Barcelona to play with, with Messi. So yeah. his lawyers and his agents are, are now uh, going through his contract in detail, working out whether there's a way that, he, that that contract can actually be null and void and that he can he can move on somewhere else. So uh, for sure it's had a, a number of repercussions and I think we're going to continue hearing about it's, uh, about how this plays out over the course of the next few days and weeks. Yeah. Um, and just one final story, uh, John, is that uh, Mexico is now on our red list and all sorts of people who were, I suppose, stranded there in a way, um, rushing to get home so they don't have to um, they don't have to quarantine. Um, and that presumably has a sort of knock on effect for the uh, for the tourist industry in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I missed my flight, so I'm not going to be joining you live in the in the studio anytime soon. What a shame. It looks like. 
<laughs> but uh, no, yeah, um, another knock-on effect for uh, for the tourism industry here, and for sure, you know, a human interest story and, and major problem for a lot of people who, who were over here and a number of whom had uh, had just arrived and have had to turn around uh, th- their trips as well. Uh, yeah. An estimated 5,000 to 6,000 UK holiday makers uh, have been scrambling to get to get flights back and where they've been able to actually a number of flights over the course of the last couple of days have been cancelled anyway. So a lot of people are stuck in in the airports trying to get last minute flights out and essentially given the time that we are now, you know, early morning Saturday, your time. Anybody who's not on a flight in the next few hours is uh, because the, the deadline is 4 a.m. Sunday morning UK time is essentially going to be forking out a little bit over two thousand uh, pounds to to be yeah, staying at a hotel at his uh, at Our Majesty's uh, behest. Blimey. Yeah, there you go. Um, thank you ever so much for uh, for all that, uh, John. And if it's all the same to you, we'll uh, we'll talk again next week. Of course. Take care. Good man. There is uh, John Bonfilio uh, joining us from Mexico.